Hey, welcome to the H&HR podcast. My name is Heather Taves. And I am Heidi Bolt. And we're sisters. We believe here at the H&H Hour that your ordinary is extraordinary. Thanks for listening. Heidi, welcome back to another edition of the H&H Hour on this spectacular spring Monday morning. It is stunning outside. We were driving here and the birds were singing and the sun was shining. And I'll be honest, I was so grateful because my spirit needed sunshine and birds singing and windows that can be opened. And it's a really beautiful thing. We had snow last week here. <laughs> Just so thankfully they were they were predicting large amounts of snow. Yes. And it's not totally uncommon for us to get one or two snows in April. Right. But we all hate them because it can also be 70 degrees. Because we're usually pretty well over snow by yeah. this point. Yeah, but so. thankfully it was just a dusting. Yeah. And so and then it was gone within like two hours. So it was no big deal. Okay, so real talk. We are in week 7,100 of COVID virus, <laughs> so yes. it feels. And um, I think that there's a little bit of apathy mm-hmm. that's hit a, quite a few people, including myself from time to time, Yeah, um, where you just feel a little bit numb towards some of the things going on. And so- Everything? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Heather, I think you made a great point before we went on air of just saying like, we all need joy, mm-hmm. don't we? We yeah. all need to be reminded of some of the little things of joy in our lives. Um, and you posted this morning on Instagram yeah. about some things that were bringing you joy. What did that look like for you this morning? You know, it's so interesting what this virus, and I know we're over talking about it, so I'm not really going to talk about COVID. I'm going to talk about my reaction to this. Mm-hmm. I am, I would say most days pretty positive, pretty mm-hmm. optimistic. Like I, I get up and I am excited for the day and I know what's coming, you know, or I know the things that I'm looking forward to. But during these last few weeks, and and let me say this too, my family has not been affected dramatically in a bad way by this. Right. Other than just some inconveniences and some things that have been canceled mm-hmm. that have been sad. But we haven't had the illness. Actually, I think maybe we had it back in like November or December. When it was nothing. When it was nothing. (laughs) When it wasn't named a thing. It was just a cold. Um, Yeah. But we haven't been affected physically by it that much. Like my husband still has his job. And so it's not like there are these circumstantial things in my life that would cause me to be down into the, as Anne says, the depths of despair. Yes. Oh, Anne Shirley. Anne Shirley. Um, But... There's this spiritual aspect to it that I believe is even more powerful than the physical virus. Mm -hmm. And I think that is what I have been battling with so intensely to the point where I can wake up one morning and I'll use this weekend as an example. I woke up Saturday and everything was rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> I mean, I had energy and I was so happy for the day and I was singing and I was like telling my kids how beautiful they were and kissing my husband and doing all of the things that Happy Heather would do. Yes. And then the next day comes mm-hmm. and it's like I could barely get out of bed. Yeah. And nothing had changed mm-hmm. in my circumstances. Yeah. 
And I just felt sad. I felt stressed. My neck hurt. My back hurt. I was grumpy. My, my um, patience with people was severely limited. <laughs> and I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing out of knowing. I'm looking at these two days going, nothing in my circumstances drastically changed for me to go from happy Heather to grumpy Heather. Yeah. In one night. Yeah. And it has made me, Chris, my husband, Chris and I have actually been talking about this quite a bit. The spiritual oppression that is over humanity right now Mm -hmm. is why we go from having a really, really good day Mm -hmm. and feeling like we can win the world to the world sucks. And Mm -hmm. I want to just crawl in a hole and cover up. Yeah. I think, you know, God's word says that we don't battle against flesh and blood. What is that? human beings. We don't battle against people. Now, sometimes we get confused and think that we are, Mm -hmm. but we battle against the principalities of darkness, Mm -hmm. which is the bad angels, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. So the angels that were in heaven in the presence of God Mm -hmm. at the beginning of time, then they decided they wanted to be like God. Yep. Lucifer decided he wanted to be like God, equally powerful or above God. And then he fell from heaven and he took, it says, a third of the angels with him. So those forces are present in the world and able to manipulate the atmosphere in a a way that brings a feeling of oppression, a feeling of darkness. It's, um, you know, if you kind of picture it, it sort of feels like a wet blanket being thrown over a situation. Yeah. Just like a soggy, Mm -hmm. nasty, wet, stinky blanket that makes you feel like, oh, this is not fun. Yeah. And that's, I think, what we're experiencing as a human race is that reality, the darkness that feels like they are winning right now, that they're getting like this playground on the entire planet right now. Right. And it's so interesting because you can't necessarily see it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can. Some people can see it if they have, God's given them the gift of seeing in the supernatural Mm -hmm. realm. But you normally, most of us can't see it. And so in the Bible, like in that same passage, in Ephesians talks about that. It says spiritual powers in high places. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is, these are demonic forces that are working, just like we have a government that's working to try to deal with this virus here in the natural realm. Right. There are forces, there's government, Mm -hmm. if you will, in, in the spiritual realm that is working to try to keep this virus going to keep us under this oppression yeah so this morning when i woke up all of that to say this morning when i woke up i felt halfway between happy heather and grumpy heather okay that's a step Uh uh-huh but i had this this sense of i can overcome this today Mm -hmm. i can overcome the grumpy heather um and i realized that gratitude was where i needed to start yeah and so i was like what in my kitchen i was in my kitchen what in my kitchen makes me feel joy yeah. right now? And I started listing them in yeah. my head. Mm-hmm. And I came up with, within seconds, I came up with eight things. Nice. You know, and so it was the yellow tulips on my table, my oils diffusing, the worship music on my TV, being able to make avocado toast for my son. Yeah. And my son coming down and being like, what did you make me for breakfast? That's awesome. Yeah. And then, you know, being able to have my windows open. And so I was able to come up with all of these things that were very simple things, ordinary very things. ordinary yeah. things, but that I instantly went, those are things I'm grateful for. Mm-hmm. That's gratitude. And that, that helps shift 
how the rest of my day is going to go, honestly, because I chose to sit there, dwell there in the gratitude instead of in the the grumpiness. Well, and I think we always have to understand the magnitude of what our attitude is going to affect. Mm -hmm. So for you this week, you're preparing to preach on Sunday. Yeah. And when you're preaching, you know, I can speak to this because I know there is a extra level of pressure Mm -hmm. that's upon you because you are bringing the words of God, the voice of God to the people. And it, there isn't room for yourself to exist. And that's, so if you're feeling those grumpy feelings, those aren't feelings from the Lord. No. Because that grumpiness does, is not part of God's character. And so you knew like, I mean, I got to flesh, I've got to flesh this out. I got to deal with this. This has to be out of me before God's going to pour in what he wants to say through me. And so you knew the magnitude of having to deal with it. And I think also it's important that we look at, you and I were just talking before we hit record. And, you know, I said, Kip and I, my husband and I have some pretty big decisions on our plate specifically this week that that are a really big deal. And so we're feeling the pressure of that. We're feeling the, you know, the, the processes of that. And, but I also said to you, I have learned my body well enough now to understand there are certain weeks in my cycle, in my in my month, where I'm more apathetic than others, maybe over the same exact situation. Mm-hmm. Some weeks I can handle it really well, really gracefully, really lovingly. Mm-hmm. Other weeks I kind of want to give people the cold shoulder. Mm-hmm. So I think learning ourselves as well, yeah. getting to know our bodies and going, oh, right, this happens every single month, this time frame. Yeah. These days I feel like this or these days I I feel more loving towards people or I feel like I just can't deal. Not to give yourself an excuse, but to give yourself the thought of, oh, maybe I shouldn't make this decision that's life altering in this time frame, in this window of decision making. Mm -hmm. You know, um, I remember giving someone a piece of advice one time when they were very pregnant and they were making a big life decision. And I said, I think you should push pause on this decision because they could until your hormones have settled down a little bit. You're not in a typical state of mind. In a few months, you're going to be in a totally different brain space. They went ahead and made the decision. Now, a few, quite a few years later, they really regret that decision. Yeah. But it's too late yeah. to reverse that. And yeah. so I think that we we just have to be very aware of what's happening in our own body, in our own mind, and then also what's happening around us in the spiritual realm. And then do the things that we, the simple things we can do, right. like choosing joy, right. looking at your tulips and going, that I'm going to choose for that to bring me joy yep. instead yeah. of grumpy. Right. And I think that's not just for women. Men have absolutely hormonal ups and downs too. They don't get talked about near as much, mm-hmm. but they definitely have them, biorhythms and mm-hmm. you know cycles that, that men have. And then also I think looking at your sleep patterns and yeah. saying like, why am I so grumpy? Well, maybe it's because I've been staying up till midnight yeah. for seven weeks because I've been binge watching shows on Netflix or Hulu and, oh, that might be why I'm short with my wife. Or, oh, we haven't had a date night since all of this started. Maybe we need to be intentional and, you know, lock ourselves in our bedroom or something and have a glass of wine together or have some time where we're just, it's just the two of us, you know? So think about some of the circumstances that are going on and then correct those. And you, you will probably see your mood Mm -hmm. alter. Yeah. Cause I know for me, when I'm tired, I haven't had sufficient sleep. 
I don't have as much patience. Eeyore starts to come out. Yeah. Grumpy Heather is definitely at home. Same. Same. <laughs> okay, so yesterday, Heather, our brother in love, Isaac Schaefer, preached at our church live stream. Mm-hmm. And I am just so proud of him. Yeah. I mean, the anointing that was upon him as he preached, he's a he's a great communicator. I always enjoy when he preaches, but something was upon him yesterday that yeah, was. was a new thing. Yeah. That man, he was just fire. And I would deeply ask you listeners to consider going to church214.org and listening to the podcast from yesterday. Um so from Sunday, what was it, April 18th? 19th. April 19th. Um, listen to the Isaac's message because, and listen all the way through, he gets incredibly vulnerable. He shares yeah. something that he had not shared with people previously yeah. other than just a couple select people. And um, I think it was a message for everyone. He talks about suffering. And I think every the thing we can all relate to right now is suffering yeah. in different forms, in different versions. Um, but it was so important. It was so timely. And it was, have you ever heard a message where you're like, wow, I feel like Jesus just showed up and preached that himself? Yeah, it was so good. That's what it felt like. It was so good. I mean, he just kept talking about um, the same phrase over and over. Yeah. About Jesus being our highest treasure. Yes. And it, it was... It was something I will think about for a very long time. It was so profound. So I think the point is this. There's a lot of information out there. There's a lot of voices you can listen to. So many podcasts. We get it. But this week, I really feel like it's important for you to go church214.org, listen to that podcast by Isaac, and let let it soak into your spirit. Because I think there's a word for you in there that you need right now. Um, I know I needed that word. Mm-hmm. I needed that. Yeah, I did too. It felt like a refreshment over my heart. Um, so listen in and share it with a friend because I think we're in a time where we talk a lot about like making sure we're staying connected with people and making sure we're checking in on our people, but we're, we are in a time where people need the truth. Yeah. You know, we, we can't go get a latte right now at Starbucks because it's all closed, but God's word is not closed and yeah. it's not canceled and his truth is still active even in the midst of all this craziness. So I think find time to really let your spirit soak that in. And um, yeah, just hear what Isaac had to say. It was incredible. I think he's giving us a, we talked about this a little bit. Um, you talked about it in when you preached last, but he's giving us a little bit of a reset button. Mm-hmm. And I think part of that reset, I think it can apply to lots and lots of different things. But part of it is he's reminding us that we are our own spiritual teachers mm-hmm. and encouragers. Mm-hmm. We are our greatest. It starts spiritual. with us. It starts with us. Like we have to be feeding ourselves yeah. the word of God yep. and hearing from him ourselves. Everybody else, every other voice is secondary Yes, to what God wants to say personally to us. So we no longer have, yes, we have podcasts and we have a live stream and all of that. But I think he's sort of bringing us home to say, it starts in your home. It starts with you. Yeah. You pursue me. Yep. Don't wait on everyone else's hard work and study and insight. Mm-hmm. You go get insight Yeah. from me, from my word, from my Holy Spirit, from mm-hmm. the words that I want to say to you. And I think that is is sort of this, this reset that we as believers of Jesus have needed for a long time mm-hmm. because 
we have gotten, and I'm speaking of all people, um, we've gotten very complacent when it comes to being fed spiritually. Mm-hmm. We're being, I look at it this way. It's like a, a, a little baby who's just learning how to eat. And you have the little plastic spoon and you give him tiny little bites and you feed it to him. He opens his mouth and you put it in. Mm-hmm. And that's where the church has been for a long time, I think. Yeah. Most of the church. Yeah. They've been being spoon-fed baby food yeah. by their pastors and by their leaders. Mm-hmm. And it is time for people to take the responsibility on themselves yeah. and start picking up the spoon and feeding themselves the food. Yeah. And I just think that that is... It starts with the daily encouragement, the daily getting yourself out of bed and speaking life and joy over yourself and over your family. And then it goes deeper in hearing God's voice and getting into his word and letting him give you insight and revelation. Absolutely. I cannot even fathom how I would be feeling right now if I wasn't staying in my Bible, Mm -hmm. staying in in my time with Jesus, and I'm still having the highs and the lows. Yeah. You know, I'm still hitting those Eeyore moments. And so it's like, where would I be if I had dropped these habits, these yeah. rhythms in my life? Um, it's it's vital. It's so important. We cannot we cannot survive without it. No, we can't. Well, we hope that you're all doing well. We're believing that this stay at home shelter in place orders that they're going to be lifted very soon because mm-hmm. we're all ready to get out and to plant resume, our flowers, <laughs> resume not normal life because we don't want to go back to normal life. We want to go back to abundant life. We want to go back to the lives that are void of the things that we needed to give up. The lives that God created us to live. Yes, yes. And so we are just believing that that's going to happen very soon. I know it's different for every state, for even county by county, um, but it's coming. Yeah. It is coming. And I think we are going to be released back into the world as um, more joyful, Mm. thankful, abundant, free people. That's good. I agree. No more constrained. By the things of this world, as they've all been stripped away from us, many of them have been stripped away from us. We still have Amazon Prime (laughs) and home food delivery. Glory. But many of them have been stripped away and we get to realize that we actually can survive. That's right. Without all of the things. All of the things. So friends, thanks for listening. Jump over to Instagram. We are at the H&H Hour on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you. Give us a like on wherever you listen. And leave us some feedback so that your friends and your people can find us too. We'll see you next time.